1: The views of the hosts and guests are their own and not those of 930 AM The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? Well, good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty
2: AM the answer. Our phone number, the way to get in touch with us is 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll-free, it's 866-308 8867. Lots to talk about today. Uh, it's a beautiful day here at Mel Burgers. We encourage you to come visit with us at 1604 on Boulevard Road and uh, bring the kiddos or grandkiddos with us, with you, and uh, you can... Uh, Take a tour of the amaze, run around on the terror train, uh, run around in the (laughs) pumpkin patch, take pictures in the pumpkin patch. Uh, There are lots of great things to do and lots of fun stuff, and so uh, we want to encourage you to come on out here. You can ask your gardening question in person, and Let's see. That's uh, well. That's where we'll start. We're waiting for Roger to come. Not Roger. Roger's on the train. <laughs> You'll hear Roger screaming as he goes by on the yeah, train. Yeah.
3: You know, one the one thing about the terror train, a lot of a lot of times people think that uh, some, some some scary thing is going to jump out at them. Yeah. Our scary thing is the engineer. Is the engineer? Is the engineer. Yeah. All right, uh, but uh, I I would have noticed dry, walking up here that the engineer was strapping everybody in. Good, and uh, he's scary but responsible. He's responsible and yelling all aboard and uh, acting like a real engineer. I think he he was he's an engineer at heart. You know, always <laughs> oh, as a child he wanted to be an engineer. He's a good conductor. Conductor, yeah, conductor. But anyway, uh, the nursery looks good. Yeah, they got a lot of decorations out, and a lot of great pumpkins. Yeah, uh, all all different sizes. I love to watch the the kids really have a big input in the in the size and the shape and everything of pumpkins. Many times, different than the parents want. Uh, I was telling about a, a couple of weeks ago. I woke it up and. They had the bigger. They had a pumpkin so big it was bigger than the wagon that they were hauling it in. Yeah. And I and and I asked the little boy that that had the pumpkin there. I said, uh, Is that gonna be big enough for you? Or are you planning <laughs> to <laughs> hollow that out and get inside? Yeah. Get yeah. inside the pumpkin. And it probably <laughs> and, lights went off. His mother said, We had a little one picked out for him, but uh, he wanted this big one. So there you go.
2: Yeah, they've got all kinds of pumpkins here, the big ones, little bitty baby ones, the ghost pumpkins, uh, the blue ones, and uh, all kinds of great stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I like the
3: little ones myself, the little little bitty ones for church decoration because, you know, a lot of times the big ones will kind of deteriorate, you know, especially around if you save it for Christmas. You know, pumpkins are great to decorate for Christmas, but these little bitty ones, they're more—they're more of a gourd than they are a pumpkin, and uh, and they don't deteriorate for ever. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, that's so, cool. So you can use them on the, uh, for Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, we decorate everything red and, and green for even Christmas. Valentine's. <laughs> Just keep decorating. Yeah, keep
2: painting them. <laughs> um, I was going to mention too, our blood drive is coming up next week uh, here at Millburgers uh, from 9:30 to 1:30. You can come on out and donate blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. Now, Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. And uh, the uh, folks at the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will have a nice thank you gift as well. So uh, plan to be a part of that. It's real important. We'll talk to Mary uh, with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center uh, in just a little while. But um, probably around 1 o'clock and find out what... uh, what the need is, and uh, the efficiency that the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center uh, uses the blood with, and who needs it. So, All right, that's all coming up. 308 Okay, 308 come, Okay, here comes Trace. He's coming.
3: I want to ask her how long a, a, a blood lasts. Okay. Do you know? No. Oh. There's a lot of... Maybe it lasts longer if you separate it in the individual parts. I think, I think and that's what, like they that. yeah, I gonna... that what they do. Yeah, I was going to do.
2: I think they're separated into components, and so different components last different amounts. Okay,
3: Trace. Trace has brought us up. I, look, I looked at my uh, web stats for last week, and uh, right at the top of the list is uh, overseeding. Four hundred and thirty people went into the web page last week and looked uh, the, at the overseeding information on plantanswers.com. And that's in the in the top five, well, top four really. And uh, so it's climbed all the way up to the top. But we don't we don't talk about overseeding on this very much because uh, I I think overseeding is more popular up north, further north, like Dallas and because uh, Neil Perry's did a deal in his uh, uh, weekly newsletter about overseeding uh, because uh, that's what they do under pecan trees, uh, I mean, under, under trees where it's, where it's uh, and they get, I think they get more rain than we do, so having a grass cover, talking about overseeding cattle, and uh, th- th- that they do more of it in the north than they do it down here. I think, in my own personal opinion, since we can plant grass 365 days a year rather than overseed, I, I'd I'd uh, especially if you got dogs or got muddy places under, under trees and things like that. I find in the past that it's just better to re to sod it, direct direct sod it, direct. Uh, a place that saw over there, kind of like a blanket on there now you don't you don't intend this to last for years and years but uh, however the place that i saw it, it was under uh i used zorzia and uh, because it was such a thick deal and uh, its where the dogs ran under under uh cray-mortle. and uh it did last several years but it did, just it's like all grasses do in the shade, shaded area and uh, it, it did last uh, last for several years but uh, it definitely took care of the mud that one year and so for what, what it cost you're, you're basically putting down a, a mat you know you were basically putting down a, a mat that they can wipe the uh, road sure. not get in the mud
4: uh, the, av- the average customer that's using it is- has a Bermuda lawn or a Zoysia lawn where they're going to go to sleep. Yeah. So they overseed so that they have something green and brown. Well, but yeah. Um, brown. And you we put, you put that on a lot a of z- it for cemetery plots too, because most of the cemeteries are going to have Bermuda. And they- they you put Zoysia. On, you put
5: it on Zoysia. Your Zoysia will be in, won't last. It. Zoysia is not a good one to overseed.
3: Isn't Bermuda. I mean, Bermuda is. You know Bermuda. Yeah. So but, I mean, but, I mean,
5: but I remember when they used to try to overseed uh, buffalo grass, too. I mean, oh, yeah. Jerry and I, would will it around.
3: It, it looked good. It <laughs> looked, I encourage that, for Calvin. But to it, overseed uh, your buffalo grass, then you'll have a finally a decent-looking grass. Even that decent that looking winter, lawn. but none,
5: none of them lasted. The people uh, who would water, and then, of course, the buffalo grass in the winter didn't last if it was wet. <laughs>
3: Cabin always trying to dis- disrupt things, you know, when we're trying to yeah, tr- trying to f- make buffalo grass look good. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a, they I was that out at uh, Fiesta, Texas, that year. Remember they had that buffalo grass oh, gosh, planted yeah. out there.
5: They tried to plug it.
3: It <laughs> yeah. takes a lot
4: to make buffalo look good.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um,
5: but on the the Zoysia grass, I, I, I that's my favorite grass, and I had it. Uh, over there on the village's of West Creek, and I always found it was so attractive because it was so tight in the wintertime, You know yeah. that, that you didn't you didn't get weeds in it, and it was a uniform color. Um, so if you got if you get, if you start you're in trouble with zoysia if you start getting little if you get open areas and because Bermuda gets in there and then you can't. It's really never possible to get get it out again.
3: That gets let's get back to my next question. When you overseed a lawn, do you ha, is it, is it like wildflower seed that you have to have seed soil contact? That that goes back to your soil is so thick that you wouldn't get seed soil contact. Yeah, that's grass what I would grow
4: on cement as long as you water it.
3: Okay, so it, it doesn't have to be in contact with the soil. No, as long
4: as it's being irrigated, it'll grow. anywhere.
3: oh, oh okay, okay, but okay okay I, I would i would have, it had more of a chance of getting seed soil contact with bermuda so that's right, it's kind of sparse than, than it does with georgia so anyway um without all that said whether you decided to direct seed or solid sod in your muddy areas uh like i said neil sperry wrote an article about. Didn't want the dogs tracking in the mud, so they 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 uh, they uh, overseeded. And uh, I I found with with Bermuda, I mean with uh, ryegrass, uh, it seems to be a weak grass. Uh, I mean, as far as mud is concerned, and dogs are concerned. All right.
4: The thicker you put it, the better.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And so dog and dogs are gonna dogs are a different situation. They're they're gonna pound even the sod that you put down. They're gonna pound the sod down. But uh, that uh, thin planted rye, uh, they're really gonna pound that down. So uh, I still think for our area, go get another wagon. She's
5: gonna need another wagon.
3: I, th- I think for our area, sod is, is the best answer, and we can do it all year we long.
4: Do it year round, but we do carry several different ryegrasses. grasses. Okay. Not all ryegrasses those... are created equal.
3: No. Oh. Okay.
4: Oh, so okay. For turf grass, we have the annual one, which everybody's probably commonly planted for the last 50 plus years. Gets real tall, real fast, and uh, it is inexpensive in relation to the other ones. Uh, but when you mow it, you got to mow it twice. The first time you mow it, it lays down one direction, and then you got to mow back the other direction to actually get it to cut. And you see the little lawnmower swirlies in it.
5: No. Well, and if you—that means though—if you're like Milton and like just love the exercise that comes with mowing your lawn, that's the kind of grass you should use.
4: No. <laughs> then, then the other extreme is a perennial rye, which is not perennial here. It is oh. elsewhere, but not here. That one stays pretty darn short, maybe not even having to mow it oh. uh, at all. If, if, uh, if you do, it wouldn't be very often. Uh, we do sell a lot of that one, but it's uh, it's on the higher end of pricing. Uh, but there is a relatively new variety out, and it's uh, Pantera, which is a, a pick seed. So it's, it's an annual version that they've selected that stays relatively short. So uh, I would call it an intermediate. So are you gonna, you're going to have to mow it, but it won't be as frequently as the regular one. Uh, it will be more often than the uh, perennial, uh, but it is going to be much easier to mow, and it's mid-priced as well. Huh. So for the average consumer, I think that that one would be the best choice, because the annual rye, you could actually be out there having to mow every three or four days uh, when it's really growing. Oh, this one would be uh, more normal.
3: Good.
2: Okay. What do the prices range from on uh,
4: them? well, again, the annual is pretty cheap, and we got that one as a five-pound bag would be the smallest on up to forty pound. That one's five ninety-nine, and then the pantera uh, we have uh, ten pound and up, and that starts at nineteen ninety-nine, and then the perennial one I haven't found a source for small bags, so the big bags are about one hundred and twenty dollars.
3: Oh, okay. Huh. Neil Neil Spear recommends it. Says mow it regularly. If left unmowed, ryegrass uh, quickly grows spindly. Uh, um, Neal mows it at two inches. Fertilize it in late October or early November. Use the same uh, high nitrogen, all nitrogen lawn food that I apply on other parts of my landscape during the growing season. Winterizer, basically. Um
4: So well for us, that's kind of well, we use a lot of pre-emergence around too. So we, yeah, we got to watch if we've used pre-emergence, we probably shouldn't be putting out the ryegrass. That's good. And um, I would not mow it, or I would not fertilize it until we at least had to mow it twice.
3: Right. Okay.
4: Because we're that we're planting at a, we're planting at a later date than than he is. That's
3: true. Uh, it it requires fall wa- uh, warmth to grow and fill in, so don't delay more. Don't delay. In other words, he he's recommended plant it You know, like plant yesterday, yesterday, right now. Yesterday. Yeah. Perennial rye costs more, but it's a lot easier to maintain. Uh, it gives faster, more uniform germination and requires about one third as much mowing. Okay. So and you've got one between perennial and annual. So. Right.
4: So uh, again, I think for the average person, that's probably the way to go.
3: Yes, perennial. It's some type of perennial rye, The perennial rye types. Okay, I appreciate you discussing that, since so many people are interested in. Because we don't, we don't know where these people are coming from, uh, uh, but uh, they may be coming from the Dallas area. Well, the
5: it's a different kind of issue now. The last few years than it has been ten or fifteen years ago too, because of the when you've got warm winters. Yeah, you know our San Augustine kind of lingers and lingers and looks pretty <laughs> good. Plus, you know the and it's get, easy to establish sod. And yeah, and, and uh, if you're into r- rescue grass and annual bluegrass, you get you a lot of a lot of places like my neighborhood. You get you get a Automatic winter uh, cover cover grass, and you, you can just mow that. May as well mow
2: that. Trace, you want to kind of discuss what's coming up next week and uh, right,
4: things. We are- got all kinds of events, uh, not not just what we're doing right now. So even like the, today, we're running the train till about three o'clock. We got the maze going, the bounce house. Uh, next week we have those things as well as a blood drive. Right. And uh, for for those of you who don't know, if you donate blood, we actually will put a ten dollar gift certificate in your hand, four meal as well as whatever the blood people give. And we're gonna have David Rodriguez out here. We're gonna be doing a uh, color, fall color type seminar. What the plant to to give you the most bang for your money all winter long. And let's see. I think that's it for that weekend the next weekend is a really big one
2: yeah talk about that we
4: got pumpkin painting for kids and i believe that class is filled up but uh we've got roasted corn i think we have some form of sausage uh we've got balloon uh balloon artistry Mm -hmm. going on we're gonna have face painting uh we'll still have the train running we're going to have an employee uh, costume contest, yeah. which if you come and you vote, can
2: win too. Yeah. yeah.
4: if you come and vote, you can actually win a hundred-dollar gift certificate. Mm-hmm. One, wow. One customer uh, will get that appreciation gift certificate for participating in our employee.
3: You're gonna have a contest. drawing. Yes, drawing. I always
5: get I, I I hate that day because Milton gets so ex- excited trying to decide between the balloon. Person and the sausage and the, the corn. No, I
2: don't decide between them. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't like I
4: no which you. I'm gonna have more of. That's true. Yeah. This, is, this is
2: Millburgers. You can have all. Yeah, of them. exactly. <laughs> I think we're
4: having virgin margaritas
2: too. Oh, oh no. Nice. Right. Right. Uh, and then let's see. Okay, so we did that. Anything you want to discuss about what's coming in next weekend or next week?
4: Ah, uh, well, there there's a little bit better selection. Of cool weather vegetables coming. but okay. we're Back to six packs instead of the four and a half inch. So oh no. There's some four and a half inch lettuce coming. I think some rhubarb. Oh. I'm waiting to see geez. the facial reaction. That'll make David uh, happy. Rhubarb some, in a six-pack? No, in a four and a half inch. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then there's some some chard, I think Italian chard, and uh, uh, another one I hadn't heard of. But the, your basic cold weather vegetables, we we're going back to six packs so that we have a decent selection. So there was uh, okay. spinach and broccoli and cabbage and cauliflower.
5: Well, of course, uh, the r- rhubarb in a four and a half inch. you've all the more you need it because it won't last or getting bigger than
4: that yeah, D- david loves that uh, strawberry rhubarb yeah, yeah, yeah that, since he's here i felt slightly ob- uh next weekend i'll be slightly obligated to have that in the store for him actually they put a
3: lot of strawberries in there of course y'all got strawberries
5: to go strawberries. with the rhubarb actually it does some serious growing and you know and you you you, you getting mm-hmm. deceived because you what are they talking about? This stuff won't, ro- rhubarb won't survive here. You know, it's <laughs> growing, looking good. And During it's the winter. 95 yeah. degree day, and man, it just melts uh, nothing. It's like. Uh,
3: have you grown this new that they. No, have? I haven't changed tried, it. Tried you the had newer. to try some of that, Kevin. I tried. I, are you a fan of rhubarb? Oh, gosh, yes. Okay. Strawberry good. rhubarb pie. Okay, good. Rhubarb pie. We'll, uh, we'll let it. you grow some of it for you. Uh, yeah,
5: well. I, I should have some temporary space that would be... <laughs> you got the strawberries,
3: did you keep any of those? No, I no, I didn't. Uh, oh lord! But uh, uh, maybe you can get strawberries. From oh, them. I'll get some from yeah. From, and uh, then,
4: uh, Trace, how the, yeah, about we have the plant of the weekend? Weekend, weekend. So yes. this this go round we did a an uncommon indoor plant called Afalandra. Uh Common name for it is zebra plant. And it was real, real popular 30-plus years ago. In fact, I can remember my mother having one when I was probably four or five years old. And then it just kind of disappeared from the marketplace, and it's made a, made a revival. But it's a beautiful green leaf with a vein, the vein structure uh, being semi-variegated, and it gives it a zebra appearance, so that has got the name zebra plant. And it does have a yellow bloom at the top, similar know, to a bromeliad grow. or a shrimp plant. Yeah. Uh, if you do want it to bloom, though, it's going to require a little more light than what you'd get inside. So you can grow it on a covered patio where it gets bright light, no direct sun, and no cold. Uh, but it's a, it's a gorgeous plant, and yesterday people were saying it even looked artificial.
3: Yeah, yeah. It, it's a pretty house plant.
2: So here's my suggestion. Um, they've got it here at Millburgers. Run around on the, uh, the web and take a look at it, and then it's uh, $12.99 here at the nursery, and you can come by and get them, or you can call and uh, just uh, ask them to put one aside for you at 497-3760. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we've got some questions to answer uh, off the air, and uh, we'll talk to you when you call us at 308-8867 right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. I want to talk to you about another great reason to head on over to Millburgers this weekend. It's a great time to plant, right? That's what fall is for. It's for planting, and Millburgers has great plants on sale to help you with that. Right now, you'll find the best selection of foundation and landscape plants on sale for just 11.88 in a three-gallon container. That's a savings of 40% on dwarf yaupon holly, dwarf burford holly, Japanese boxwood, red tip tifotinia, and more Millburgers also has your perennials on sale in a one-gallon container now just three eighty-eight on Fanic Fox or Turk's Cap Fall, Aster or Dwarf Mexican Petunia all three eighty-eight in the one-gallon container, and it's a great time to bring the kids for pictures in the pumpkin patch or in the boutique or ride the terror train or just wander around the maze and jump on the moon bounce. It's a great weekend for everybody in the family at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Boulevard Road. On the web at MillburgerNursery.com.
6: I'm Lisa Lewis. Join me as we meet some of San Antonio's most intriguing business and community leaders. Sunday morning at 7 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
7: Did you know that approximately 10,000 baby boomers are turning 65 today and tomorrow and the next day? And it'll be like that for the next 13 years. Hi, this is Darrell Lyons. I'm the co-founder of Pax Financial Group. If you're a proud baby boomer and leaning towards retirement, I hope you give the proper time and attention to finding the right financial advisor for you. And moreover, I hope you include us in that search. Please visit our website at Pax. Read our bios, get to know us, come in and shake our hands. Our initial consultation is totally free. If you choose to do business with us in our distinct model, you may be charged commissions or fees, but our advisors are compensated on a salary. We want you to be totally comfortable and have total trust before you make a commitment. PaxFinancialGroup.com, 210-881-5700.
8: Securities offered through LPL Financial member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Pax Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial.
0: The podcast page at 930amtheanswer.com has the local programs you might have missed the first time, like the Weston Martinez Show and the List Radio Show with
9: David and Brian Birdie. Local podcast on demand at 930amtheanswer.com. What's your financial advisor doing? Do you understand the decisions he or she makes with your money? Taking time to understand your investments could protect you from poor decisions or worse, unethical practices. At Tradeway, our experienced investors teach you how to break down the confusing world of finance, learn how to avoid mistakes, and find potential profits, understand how it all works, and get help from experienced investors. With this knowledge, you can make those decisions for yourself, or at least know what your advisor is up to. Understanding your investments may seem like a big goal, but small steps can get you there. To learn more, call 877-907-TRADE or go to Tradeway.com. Tradeway. Big goals, small steps. Coming to the Hilton San Antonio this Friday and Saturday. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. What
8: will the final presidential debate look like?
7: Obamacare is a disaster. We have to repeal it and replace it.
8: And can the election still be swayed by it?
6: I respect the Second Amendment, but I believe there should be comprehensive background checks.
8: Find out with us Wednesday night. Listen for complete debate coverage beginning at 5 p.m. with Larry Elder. And watch it with us at the Live. Lion and Rose British Restaurant and Pub in the Rim at 8. Breaking news and in-depth election coverage. Sponsored by The Lion and Rose at 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
2: Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, well, getting ready with Halloween music. Don't forget the big Halloween celebration here at Millburgers is coming up not the next weekend but weekend after next, the 29th and 30th. With food and fun and all kinds of great stuff. 308-8867 is our number for more information on that. You go to MillburgerNursery.com. 308 308- Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Give us a call and be a part of the show at 308 three zero eight, eighty-eight sixty-seven. They looked like they had an interesting question, did they?
3: Yeah, they had. Uh, they were want to know how to get rid of grass burrs. Oh, uh, but in Blanco, they, they weren't from Wilson County. Yeah, America. I know. I didn't think there, there
2: were grass birds in any place but <laughs> Wilson County.
3: And, but uh, this this is a ranch, and uh, whether they'd build some houses and whatever, and. Uh, I, I, they said they didn't have anything but gra- uh, weed, weeds and uh, very little grass, and so I recommended that they spray everything with Roundup to get rid of the uh, the living grass burrs and and go ahead and uh, solid set it, direct solid set solid set it with a uh, floor tam. Uh, after after about a week or ten days and uh now after, after I said that uh, will will grass birds come through florida will come through sod and it's sandy soil no oh it's not I don't think it will no not yeah they're not good
5: competitors yeah they'll they and they need full sun so that's a, a factor um it, it almost it likes uh, the same. Like in my yard, you know, those areas that are sloped and compacted, mm-hmm. and um, and there's uh, not much cover. They they come in. It comes in there.
3: Yeah, but I don't think they'll go through solid. No, I think, solid, solid.
5: I think I think that's one of the the options or one of the, the ways to battle them is if you have a okay. So, yeah, and and a lot of times if they'll add uh, some. Sometimes they. Person adds some organic material, a couple couple of inches of compost, and then the the lawn takes more advantage of that than sandburrs do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you if you keep your lawn and mow relatively high like you recommend, right. you know, is a factor.
3: But any <clears throat> anyway, that we we decide to solid set it with uh, uh, Floor Saint Augustine. They they were having doggy problems with the sandbirds and the doggy problems, and uh, that's a, that's always a problem.
5: My dogs have uh, routes that they they know where the sandbirds are and not <laughs> Oh, smart <laughs> dogs! So like if you throw a ball, you know sometimes they have to go the long route to go, uh, <laughs> go find it. And <laughs> they, they don't walk, like the Yeah, so the raised beds, you know, they walk along there. and so those sandbirds hurt the doggies. Oh boy, I'll say.
3: Uh, I was uh, I was getting back to this uh, that weekly stats on plantanswers.com. Uh, 224 people looked at the water lilies picture that I put on there. Finally, it showed up in the stats. 224 people looked at the gallery of water lilies, and uh, also also they uh, we had 132 people look at uh, the information on butterfly vine that uh... that we put on there about how to paint the uh, paint the butterfly little butterfly how to paint the bu- seed pods how to paint the seed pods which will look like a butterfly and the lady here in town that's that's done that for years and so uh... people picked up on that Now, when i started putting these galleries together um uh, on Plant Answers, uh, Forrest Appleton, uh, jumped in there and reminded me that we had other galleries that, that, uh, that he had put on there. And so we put, we, put, we combined, my webmaster combined all the galleries of, uh, pictures that we've been putting on Plant Answers for, for a while. And they're, they're listed in the information index on in a, you go to the plantanswer.com, uh, and then and then uh, go to the center of the center of the page there, uh, down the center. It's a, a section called Information Index, and about let's see, two, four, the sixth, uh, sixth uh, title down is Galleries of In- Images. So, and the reason I'm telling you this, if a lot of people like to just look at the pretty pictures, and Forrest Appleton, a great photographer, and has has uh, taken some. He's also a traveler, so he's taken a lot of uh, great pictures of uh, different gardens that he's visited, and uh, and plus the pictures that we put on. On uh, PlantAnswers.com, we'll be putting poinsettias, taking the, dusting off the poinsettia gallery where we have a bunch of here pictures that I've taken through the years and put that on the front page of PlantAnswers.com to give people something to look at. A lot of people just like to look at the pictures and make them happy, and that's what we're all about. Making people happy. That's making a, making people happy. That's what oh, you mean. That about. that that's that why, charm
5: school we sent to him too. It is working. Finally working. Huh?
3: That, that's why I was over there trying to give you dimes and quarters for yeah. you could get a, a drink machine. We were having
2: a tough time. Did it? We ever? we had, never uh,
3: did. He never would kick it, Melton. I told him to kick it. No, have bang it on it. No, he was too too, too gentle. gentle. He was being
5: yeah. gentle with it. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I kept, couldn't believe that it wasn't just, you know, going to temporarily be <laughs> temperamental and then come and come back and g- grant me my soda pop.
3: He tried dollars. Just, he tried change. He tried everything.
2: He uh, tried uh, now now it doesn't.
3: It doesn't like dimes
5: now. He was, he was like on his knees
2: in front of it, begging for a drink. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was sad. <laughs> yeah, I saw
3: it. that. He was. Uh, we had 205 people ride in or uh, come in and look for the yellow St. Augustine. Uh, right up for why the why they grass is yellow this time of year, but and, and probably what we'll tell them is they need iron or nitrogen or both. And well, so this is a good time of the year, for the I think
5: some people too may be interpreting like brown patch. Yeah. Brown as yellow right yeah. now. Look, <laughs> left desperate for some, some, some yeah. kind yeah. of. Uh, and a lot of what we're seeing out there is, uh, you know, we've changed the the grass growth mode has changed. It's it's not growing, so excess water, is is causing some fungus. You yeah, can, in low spots you see it starts in a low spot and then browns and spreads. And the first thing you want to do is cut back on that watering. And then, uh, to, if that doesn't stop the spread of the disease, then you can go ahead and and apply almost any of the labeled fungicides seem to work to stop the yeah. spread. Um, and that's that's brown patch. But we've we haven't been bothered by it for a while, so people have uh, overlooked it. But this time of the year, you want to cut cut way back on watering. It just your lawn's not growing as much. You probably notice that when you're mowing that that it's. Uh, it's looking good, nice and green, and, and in fact, it's still you still got time to do the fall fertilization. But what it's doing is reorganizing those nutrients for a uh, winter to, to have a cold tolerance, and then reorganizing so that it can make a fast start in the spring.
3: So, if you had brown patch, would you fertilize for fall? I uh-huh. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I you would, wouldn't. No, I'd stop it. That's a good. Uh, that's a good
5: answer. Yeah, I would. I'd stop it. Yeah, but if my lawn really looked good and was green right now, then I would go ahead and fertilize. And I hadn't fertilized. I'd go ahead and fertilize. But not if you got, not if you're showing any kind of brown patch.
3: Yeah, I, there. I I got into a brawl with the, some of the people there at uh, at A and M turf people, of course, and. Uh, they were saying that uh, actual uh, high nitrogen fertilizers cause brown patch, or, or would uh, would favor brown patch, and uh, and we're, we're recommending don't fertilize. I don't know. I don't know if that. I don't.
5: Anecdotally, I don't know if that's true. But I do. But I suspect is that when your grass is fighting brown patch, it's not. Going to be able to utilize the nitrogen you're applying, so you may as well just wait.
3: And uh, so, uh, is our weatherman there today? Aren't they talking about rain this uh, this this weekend? Thursday, maybe? Yeah, Thursday, Friday. And so, if you haven't put out your winterizer winterizer fertilizer yet, you've been waiting. Uh, This is a good time to do it because you'll have the rain to um, water it in, hopefully. I'm am assuming that the weather uh-huh. they, they, they said it's a cold front coming through. Oh, good. Uh, an next week we'll, we'll so. be freezing to death wearing our long sleeve shirt. No, that cold, that cold, a cold front. Yeah, well, colder than than we've seen well, in n- the past. Ninety and seventy-two. Yeah. Okay, let's, get, let's get
5: at least get let's get back down to eighty-five and sixty-five. <laughs> okay.
2: Hey, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call at three zero eight eighty-eight sixty-seven. 308 67 and toll-free, it's 866 308 eighty88 seven More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Elton Glick. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. do no. At 1604 and Bull Verde Road. I want to talk to you about another great reason to head on over to Millburgers this weekend. It's a great time to plant, right? That's what fall is for. It's for planting, and Millburgers has great plants on sale to help you with that. Right now, you'll find the best selection of foundation and landscape plants on sale for just $11.88 in a three-gallon container. That's a savings of 40% on Dwarf yopon Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, Japanese Boxwood, Red Tip Fatinia, and more. Millburgers also has your perennials on sale in a one-gallon container now just 388 on fanic Fox or turks cap fall aster or dwarf mexican petunia all 388 in the one-gallon container and it's a great time to bring the kids for pictures in the pumpkin patch or in the boutique or ride the terror trainer just wander around the maze and jump on the moon bounce it's a great weekend for everybody in the family at milburger's landscape nursery 1604 and boulevardy road on the web at MilbergerNursery.com.
8: Dell Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them,
1: and if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure.
8: The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at nine, on nine thirty a.m. The
1: answer. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and I want to encourage you to see my dentist, Stan Shelton, and his incredible team. They can provide you with a dental experience that is not only educational, but allows you to be involved in planning your care. Let them show you the wonders of modern dentistry. Their office is on Broadway, just one exit east of the airport. Give them a call at 590-7878, and their website is drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com, and you can connect at facebook.com slash dental. My dentist, Stan Shelton.
8: What will the final presidential debate look like?
7: Obamacare is a disaster. We have to repeal it and replace it. And can
8: the election still be swayed by it?
6: I respect the Second Amendment, but I believe there should be comprehensive background checks.
8: Find out with us Wednesday night. Listen for complete debate coverage beginning at 5 p.m. with Larry Elder. And watch it with us at the Lion and Rose British Restaurant and Pub in the Run at 8. Breaking news and in-depth election coverage. Sponsored by the Lion and Rose at 9.30 a.m. The.
6: Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take kyolic aged garlic? What's kyolic aged garlic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is the number one best selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kiyolic.com.
8: Debate number two, got personal, real personal. She has tremendous hate in her heart.
6: We've seen him embarrass women on TV and on Twitter.
8: So will the third and final debate be more of the same? Will Hillary continue the assault on Trump's personal life? And will Trump point his sights again on Hillary's mounting email scandal? Trump, Clinton, for all the marbles. Join us for the final debate Wednesday night. Coverage begins at eight on 9:30 a.m. The Answer.
1: Well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky. It had a
0: one long horn and one big eye. I commenced to shaking and I said, Ooh, it looks like a purple people leader to me." It was a one-eyed, one horn flying purple people leader.
10: Oh, one light, one horn, flying purple people leader Sure looks strange to me Oh, well, it came out the world. Yeah, and welcome back to No Garden in South Texas
2: on 930 AM The I'm Answer, Milton Wick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch And Al back at the station spinning the Halloween tunes Was that purple poop people leader? <laughs> purple poop leader? <laughs> purple people eater? yeah Sheb Woolley Was that it? Yeah it didn't sound exactly right. No, that yeah, that didn't sound that was, like that. I'll right. well, we'll have to ask Al who that was, but it didn't exactly sound like Chevrolet or the original. Uh-uh. But sometimes these artists go back and they do a, a second version. That used
3: so to be can... my fa- dad's favorite song. Is that right? When we were traveling around, he'd play that thing.
5: Well, yeah, and I, th- I think that was one of those that we would, uh, I d- you know, I remember the kids in my neighborhood would be on the swing set singing yeah. some of those that and. Uh, be, um, tiny bikini, what was it? Oh, a
2: yellow it's polka dot d- d- bikini. A yeah. yeah. yellow polka yeah. dot bikini. Oh, wow. Is <laughs> <Man,
5: laughs> that before your time, Mel? Uh, no, just
2: a little. A <laughs> little. But a little. All <laughs> <Five dollars>, right.
11: <laughs> coming out of the
3: sky, I had a one long horse and one big eye. The chicken and I we. Yeah, it's just a little different.
5: Well, you're our music expert. Well, I, both think well, you I like the song, too. I listen I to it great too, a great so, deal.
2: My sister had it. So. All right, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867. Total free, it's 866-308-8867. We,
5: we need to alert everybody. Uh, it just seems like last week I was spraying for... Uh, uh loopers. yeah oh yeah oh man but they're bad they're bad yeah I, you know.
3: I think they're bad this year
5: yeah I weeded the a portion of the you know the portion of the garden where it planted some things and seeds i never there was a, the looper c- uh, caterpillars there and then there were some of some that always looked like the uh oh the one the ones that eat the stem around the stem they're kind yeah, of the
3: yeah um uh, ring ring um wait a minute
5: Anyway, a lot yeah. of a lot of caterpillars, and yeah. so get your BT, and then that was it was opportune. Jerry talked about it yesterday, and he reminded us to um, go ahead and put a, a few teaspoons of uh, detergent in with a gallon of water. So it uh, helps extend the the sp- as a spreader. And also, as a, 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 a adherent to the foliage, right, so wetting agent, it makes, it makes it much more uh, effective.
3: It when, has to dry on there, and it has to be, it has to wet the surface and then dry on there, so the the worm comes along there and takes a bite of it.
5: And it doesn't take them long, because the plants are a little, most gardens the plants are a little bigger now, so you got a little bit of slack, but. Uh, you know, every one of those leaves that they eat, that, that costs you some production and the uh, yeah. size of your
3: and remember, heads. Remember, the sooner you can spot them, are, we're telling you you got them. It's not a matter of if, it's when when, when you're going to get them. Uh, the smaller you can find the caterpillars on the bottom of the leaves, the easier they are to kill with the B.T and uh it's a it's a body it's yeah. a size and it's not species. real hard to
5: find them just look just any of those leaves that you see some eating on damage on you yeah. probably, you quite often can find the, the little caterpillar underneath
3: the best way to do it is look under the leaves uh, like if they caught what is it they say the best uh, insect or the best uh, insect control is a shadow you know, and so go Shadow out there the and, and look, look under under your broccoli leaves, and and you, you, sometimes the worm is so small you won't be able to see it, but it, it looked like something somebody took their fingernail and scratched the bottom of the leaves. Now that, that they're really little when that happens, they haven't eaten all the way through, and so that you put your Bt on then, of course you have to spray the bottom of the leaves. As as much as you can, but and that's uh, not as hard uh, as, as that stops hard. them from eating the whole all yeah. the way through.
5: If you got a good sprayer and you put put a, a fine mist, right, right, and just spray out, you know, spray up from it. the bottom, and that'll get, you'll get most of those surfaces. So that and that you'll notice, you'll notice pretty quickly, within uh, three or four days, the new growth won't have any uh, damage on it compared to just kind of note. On a, on a few a few of the plants, note where the damage was, and then and then as the growth continues, you'll note if the damage has stopped, if there's no new damage. Then the other thing to keep that growth rate, fertilizer.
3: Right, right.
5: Because they they're side dressing. They're growing. They've got the cool crops, uh, charred. Uh, they're 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 growing pretty fast, taking advantage of that, especially that cool weather we had last last week. So and give them, a, give them a little side dressing.
3: And remember, the BT products, Brazil spryngent's products are completely safe. In other words, uh, you could you could we we've actually wanted Milton to drink some on the air to I'm show not people doing how, how safe they are. But uh, the, it's activated by the alkalinity of the worm's stomach.
2: I stopped chewing on leaves after we tried
3: it. There that. you go. And uh, that's what they do well, when the when the worm ingests it. It gives them. It's what? Yeah, blood yeah. Blood I was is just going to say. You said, yeah. does does it does it it a, "Milton it's spent a lot of time. constipation. There Milton spent a
5: lot of time in the bathroom
3: after. Yeah, you go. And and if you have ever had terminal constipation, you realize that you quit eating. You yeah. Know, you do. You lose your appetite. And so uh, the worms quit eating.
5: And yeah, this is it's a good product too because you can use BT. And uh, I know a lot of folks are like um, in our neighborhood. The butterflies are everywhere, and you don't you don't want to necessarily hurt the butterflies. You you're just trying to control a specific uh, insect doing damage on some of your vegetable crop, and you can do that with BT without hurting any of the any of those flying butterflies that are collecting nectar from nectar from your flowers.
3: Yeah, and as long as the butterflies don't start eating green foliage, which they don't do. Uh, the the butterfly of the uh, of the cabbage looper or, or is a is a kind of a white it's white it's a it's a white uh, butterfly and it kind of it, it's not well marked or anything else it's it's kind of a nondescript white uh, long called, called butterfly a, called
5: the called the cabbage butterfly
3: yeah yeah cabbage looper butterfly. But anyway, uh the, you'll see them float flir- flirting around your uh, and they they're white, uh they're laying eggs out there for the cabbage loopers.
5: Even even you controlling them on your broccoli is not not going to wipe out the cabbage looper.
3: Uh, no. Butterflies no. So. The, there's plenty of stuff uh they're they're on weeds and everything else. And so.
5: they're on z- uh, zinnias. Uh this Oh year. yeah. Those re those re uh Regrowth the zinnias, you know, that are so mm-hmm. lush, taking advantage of the fertilized soil and, and the irrigation, and <laughs> you are just loaded with loopers. Now, do, I,
3: do you spray the zinnias? No, I don't.
5: I've, I'm tempted because I love the zinnias, but mm-hmm. but I'm I keep reminding myself, well, these things are blooming up a storm and growing up a storm, even though the the loopers are damaging them. And there's I'm not trying to you know raise a crop. I got all the cut flowers I need, so I don't. Yeah. I don't need to spray. You
3: don't them. really worry about the foliage on zinnias that much. No,
5: no, it does
3: not And they're pretty tough anyway, for growing through it.
5: Oh yeah, they they they've reseeded on a, kind of a path where I've driven my tractor in the truck. Yeah. On the vacant lot, and they're not as big as they are in the garden, or lush looking. But there they are, blooming up a storm in those oh. those ruts. Those yeah. I'm just amazed by zinnias, especially this year. This year seems to be an ideal year
3: for it. We, uh, I, I forgot to ask uh, Trace if we have any blue bonnets. Uh, uh, you talking about coming up in the rut, so the blue, blue, blue bonnet seed, This this if we have if rain and cooler weather come in, we'll probably have a good sprouting of blue bonnet seed in, in the cooler soil but uh uh we found that uh they come up in firm soil in firmer soil better than they do uh you know better than they do in a prepared bed ah, well, that's cool in fact in fact uh John Thomas is talking about uh that after they plant their seed of the blue bonnets they in a raised bed they re- they run run back over it with a tractor tire. They run the tractor back over the bed, on top of the bed, to firm that soil. And they they found that it increases germination or, uh, you know, percentage of germination considerably to firm that soil. Uh And you think about where they come up, like you say, in in the ruts of the tractor. Uh, A lot of seed are like that. They like to grow in a firm soil. Rather than a soft soil that we prepare for them, Uh, we got a we got. I think we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, somebody wrote in and said they never seen so many red bugs, scale they called it, on our big oak tree. Said, what sprays can I use for for the remedy? Do not do not want to lose this tree. It's the center of our yard. Big tree, at the center of our yard. And uh, here in San Antonio, and she sent pictures, and it was galls. It was old oh, yeah, galls. Right. Yeah. And remember, they were red. Well, on PlantAnswers.com last last week, 131 people looked up oak oak leaf gall information. So that's telling us that uh, some of the what what happens on the, on the galls is that those are the leaves that fall first usually. So pe- people go out in the yard and they see all the leaves with uh, the leaves with all those little bumps or galls on there, and they think that uh, that's some disease or something because the leaves are dropping. Yeah. And they think that that's, some, that's something that's going to hurt the trees. That that's nothing that you can do. Nothing you can do about it. It's already come and gone. And uh, so just uh, and it it's kind of a natural, natural uh, situation where the oak the uh, live oak leaves are host to the. Uh, to the oak, oak leaf galls. And you,
5: you, you know, if you check, uh, live. There's a lot, a lot of live oak leaves that are dropping now as if they adjust from that uh, lush, lot of rain we had earlier in the year. But uh, it seems like those leaves that drop always are showing some symptom: galls, uh, fungal leaf spot. Um, they just. They're, I think the tree. We talk about the tree making a decision. Mm-hmm. You know, the the leaves that go first are the most inefficient leaves. Right. Right. And so they they've got a mechanism in their chemistry that uh, just identifies those that are uh, the most shaded or the most uh, inefficient, and they're the ones that drop first. They keep the the more perfect leaves, uh, healthier,
3: yeah. healthier leaves.
5: So. That's normal, and we're seeing a lot of it these last two years because of that great rains we have in the spring, and then you have a real hot, dry summer, and uh, so there's an adjustment in the middle of the year, and sometimes we just see that adjustment now at the end of the year.
3: Yeah. Got a question from Bernie. Somebody says, can I grow lavender in a pot and do deer like it? We live in Sisterdale and far writes back lavender can be grown in containers in fact uh, uh I think it's easier to... the, the la- yeah I think it's easier because of the drought and uh, wet I mean because of the wet uh conditions yeah, kill lavender
5: a, yeah you can get a, use a perfectly drained potting right, mix right right uh, they've got a little they've got a lavender over there in the uh, herb section
11: uh, a small Oh, a that right one.
5: yeah i didn't i didn't uh, look at it uh, close but i I thought that might be of interest to a lot of our listeners that they're, they're offering a, a lavender, a small lavender uh, in a four-inch container. Yeah, here.
3: Uh, what's the name of our lavender? Something Creek, Goodwin Creek. Yeah, Goodwin Creek is it Goodwin Creek. I'm pretty sure. You're the one supposed to remember that. Uh, okay, let me look at it that. It's yeah. Goodwin Creek. Mostly. Why
5: would we want a young person if he can't remember?
3: <laughs> yeah, you're our memory bank. It's a Goodwin or Godwin. G O O D.
2: Yeah, I think you're
3: right. G O O D W I N. Yep,
2: Goodwin Creek raven lavender.
3: And that's that's the one. And the, the the first cuttings I got off of that was in a, off of a container that they had at oh, A&M really? College Station, and it had grown. The the what the conversation was that we've got to go over and cut that. It was a Sabisa Sabisa, I think is the way to pronounce it. Hall where the all the Aggies eat, eat used to eat eat at Hall uh, and uh, uh and so uh, they said well we got to go and cut that lavender back it's growing over the pot
10: <laughs> anyway.
3: Here's here's the guy that couldn't couldn't <laughs> couldn't keep them alive uh, long enough for them to grow over the top of the pot, much less over the sides of the pot. And sure enough that thing was over the sides and everything else, yeah, a good creep. Oh, okay. And so I I adopted that as my lavender. So why would you what do
5: you suppose they would use a uh, lavender in a small container for a fragrance or
3: Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to
2: take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're back in a moment after we get you caught up with the news. Uh, Also, go to com to find out about all the activities that are going on over here at Millburgers throughout the weeks. Back in a moment on The Answer.
1: We're back with Milburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
2: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's second hour of the show on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. We're here at Millburgers. You can hear the Terror Train drive by. There's all kinds of activities, fun Halloween. You notice that quad and got yeah, the quiet. Terror Train. Is Roger is no the, longer the, the Roger? Oh, no I didn't notice that. that. Oh. <laughs>
3: That would be the You You would know that if Roger were driving, he'd be screaming.
2: Well, and then
5: the kids would be running and screaming. Yeah. (laughs) To get out of the way. Roger
2: started, and he can hear us now because this is broadcast throughout the nursery. (laughs) He was screaming a little more than at the end of the hour when he was just kind of, There's Cemetery. He he was wearing himself out. That thing goes by every five minutes. That's, you know, 12
3: more times. They hadn't thought about getting him a bullhorn. Wouldn't oh, that be a nightmare? I think they right. took it away from him. Oh, uh,
5: no. they, they said, yeah, the insurance company required that he <laughs> keep two hands on the...
2: There you go. <laughs> well, just get a little mic that he puts on his lapel to broadcasts into the thing. He can make this work. Get a little wireless Don't speaker. encourage him. Okay. Please. All right. 308-8867 is our number, but as we said, lots of fun stuff happening here at the nursery. Uh, lots of fun stuff happening next weekend. Uh, David Rodriguez will be here, and he'll be doing a one of his EarthKind seminars on uh, fall color. Is he fun trees.
3: stuff? What's that? Is he fun stuff? David. You said a lot oh, of he's fun, fun stuff. Oh, Dave's a hoot. Um. Hmm.
2: <laughs> Y'all <laughs> don't find David fun? Oh. Have you been to one of his seminars? Shoot, he worked for both Jerry Jer- yeah. and I uh. as an intern. <laughs> oh, I heard he's just—he's a gas, is what I've heard. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, oh, yeah. I, we didn't mean to interrupt you. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. I, he's
5: a gas. <laughs> no,
2: he's a, he's a good horde of This is the show. Too. All right, so anyway, but uh, David will be doing that. The blood drive will be going on, too. Uh, the uh, Millburgers' quarterly blood drive from 930 to 130. So I want you to come on out and give blood. And uh, Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. And uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice thank you.
5: I may, if them. I re- remember to get here early enough, I may go try again. All right. I, I, have, I stopped because of the medications.
3: Oh. I take,
5: you know, you... So you, I so you start
3: having sex or something in, no, in South, no, Africa. South Africa? That's been a
5: long time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, but you, you know, the person you interviewed, the person from the blood bank. Yeah, Mary. Uh-huh. And she was talking about, and she mentioned all the, the typical medications that we, uh, those of us that are a little older might be taking, and she said that's not an issue, as long as they're working. You know, and oh,
3: you good, okay. Oh, that's not uh, an issue as long as they're working?
5: Yeah, and she didn't you, you know, there's there could be certainly specific ones that they're just like blood pressure and things like pressure, that. Blood pressure, diabetes medicine. yeah, uh, uh cholesterol medicines. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, try it out. Good and,
3: deal. Uh, bring a list of your medicines. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to i
5: have to uh, have a wheelbarrow to well, bring yeah. that
3: <laughs> No, don't bring the medicine. Bring a list <laughs> of the medicine. <laughs> that's that notebook that you carry with you. <laughs> That's why I would get confused because the doctors they send out a little deal that what you're supposed to bring, bring your medication. Yeah, didn't that throw you? That's uh, so what I'm saying, surely they're not talking about me
5: bringing all these bottles. And then they, then they, they go through. They made this big deal of uh, putting all these records on the yeah in the computer. internet. And then they, then they want you to bring a handwritten list, or so, a, they the yeah. so they can check them.
3: So they can check
2: them. Oh, got it get something coming up. Oh, this is the—is uh, this the golden rain tree? Yeah, that Billy's bringing up. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. This, yeah, not there. there's a serious That's example a, of it. Here, Billy, you want to come on the air a minute? Here, grab that mic. Mine's about to take over my backyard. Billy
3: is, yeah.
2: Boy, they're really pretty now.
3: Yeah. There, did, did you, you plant there? it, or uh, years uh, and I'm years, years and years ago?
10: Uh, probably ten years ago.
3: They used to be really popular when oh, I first came here.
10: That, uh, we had a cold winter, sometimes. yeah, we got rid of a yeah. Bunch of them. yeah. we have a friend that had a bunch of them, and of course they they plant themselves once you once you yeah. plant one, they're yeah. come up
5: And you you don't know you have one sometimes until they start, blooming. They're kind of in the uh, know, green hmm, water. It, it takes a while for them yeah. to bloom. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well,
3: I tell you, well, I tell you where they're really really spectacular is if they're next to a street light. And with all those all those bloom pods on Almost there, whatever, like lanterns. and that, yeah. that night, they just glow in the dark.
10: Yeah, they would do that, too. And the sun shining on them right now. Yeah. Real pretty.
3: yeah. It's kind of well, like
10: my calamondin, though. It doesn't have enough room. Yeah. I, I trim my calamondin back every year. Oh, do you? Yeah, I have, have to. It's too close to the...
5: Hey, oh, Billy, is there, there two, two types? One, They bloom at different times during the year? Or do oh, I they, remember they, that right? I or? think
10: these are actually seed. The blooms come first. Okay. And then these yeah, are seeds. And, and I wonder, yeah.
5: There's a pink seed, and a, I mean a pink bloom, and a
3: yellow, or am I thinking the wrong yeah. plant? I there? think they're all the same. No. Now, uh, has your calamondin got fruit on it this year? Oh, yeah.
10: It, it has most every year. Yes.
3: Is that for the one of those that you got from Jerry? Uh,
10: yeah. Well, of uh, course. Oh, it's uh, 15 feet tall. Uh, <laughs>
5: yeah. I've got I had frozen fun. back. Yeah, I've no got two two in the ground yeah, early
10: on, I had a little problem, then. but then later on did, you know, it becomes all right it's doing good. Uh, I ate my first uh, celebrity for lunch today.
3: oh Ooh. good,
10: cool,
5: cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, did you any you been har- harvesting tycoon too or
10: uh, no, I have some tycoons, but they're not, rid- not ready yet. Ah. the only thing else I'm eating is the uh, nine six eight yeah, yeah. they they come first. but I heard you talk about the uh, the Lavaca not being very big, mine's six feet tall.
5: Is oh, it loaded with fruit? No. Oh, that's. that's nice.
10: a few, oh. but not loaded. Uh, I have a. Actually, I have two in, I have a. Nine sixty eight and a Lavaca side by side in containers, and I, I tied them to the got to a tree <laughs> because they they're <laughs> <it is. laughs> so, uh,
5: And the nine sixty eight is that tall too. Uh,
10: too much shade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's some shade. But it's it's the calamondin. It's what they're tied to. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
5: Don't you think? Wouldn't that be a wonderful hedge? That calamondin hedge. I, and Jerry used to tell me, "Don't say that. Don't say that, because we can't find him." But <laughs> my,
11: my,
5: I've got two that are like 15 feet tall. evergreen, very dense. Oh, they're very pretty trees. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I actually uh,
10: tried to get my church to do those as a as a hedge uh-huh. and couldn't get them interested so uh,
5: then i have one of the the regular ones and i mean it's in a container not as big, right? it only yeah and it's just loaded with fruit i mean really yeah. all that orange fruit on there just you kind know, of does minor minor weird.
10: still green yeah. they're not orange but they they do ripen later on yeah, yeah. but uh, you know no nobody wants them
11: so <laughs> <laughs> yeah somebody
5: my granddaughter Picked one, you know, that was, and uh, she, of course, made a big face. And and, um, my son said, uh, Well, what do you have those for? And it took me. I kind of looked around and uh, they're decorative. I
2: said, There you go.
5: And I said, I I think there's people that use them in recipes. Yeah, I I have a sister-in-law that does.
10: Uh Uh, uh, Mostly for decorations, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, In, in recipes. Yeah.
3: Well, I've talked to some people with grandkids that love to eat them. Ooh, the Kalamundan? Yeah.
5: Wow. Now your the ones on yours are a little more mild than the yeah. hybrid one. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you talk about your grandkids. It makes me feel
10: old. My grandkids in their thirties and forties.
3: Oh well. I have,
10: I have a great grandson, nineteen years old.
3: Good Lord, I have, Billy! I
10: have, I have eight great grandkids. Well, I've got a, gr-
5: a granddaughter that just turned eighteen. But she's the oldest, and then, and then well, this my this is one about is about forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I have
10: three kids in their sixties. So <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, well yeah, it's all that good living, building all
10: that good. Yeah, life. came to get some. It's all that thank garden. Thank you,
3: thank you for coming by. Thanks,
2: Billy. Oh good yeah, see. there's some. In, oh, the the transplants or the? Yeah, I forgot. Trace, we had blue the transplants, don't we? Well, and Trace talked about it last week or a week before last. So yeah, there's there's her somewhere. Why well, okay. didn't you tell Jerry then? What? Why don't I tell Jerry what?
5: When Jerry said, I wonder if hey, I wonder if there's any blue on a transparency.
2: Oh, I didn't hear you say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, see, that's... Why did you say that? It pays attention to what we say. <laughs> I just know. What? Yeah, I thought Trey said that we had gotten some in. And then we talked about they were the uh, just the blue. Yeah, the ladybird. Just, just the blue. blue. Yeah. The spectacular ladybird Johnson Blue. No, that's very yeah. well, okay. That's all
3: the seed we got this I year. I mean that's
2: just the old, that's all we have is just the,
3: yeah, uh, right.
2: You're hearing it wrong. Yeah. So anyway.
3: <laughs> okay, the, uh, a while ago I was talking about lavender and one of the uh, parts of the question was, does deer like it? And, uh, Forrest said, deer do not like lavender. I wouldn't think so. They don't, they don't, they don't eat anything. Because it's, it's pretty potent. Uh, speaking of weird plants, uh, you remember Lisa brought by that uh, pumpkin yeah. uh, sticks? Uh, pumpkin s- on a stick. Pumpkin something. on a stick or ornament. Like ma- it, it's an eggplant. Yeah. I was calling it a pepper because the leaf looked strange. But they got a picture well, of it. I think Milton, no. yeah, a- you called it an eggplant. That's what I remember. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, Jerry wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I, th- I think Milton Cheated looked it up on the internet. Yeah, He's got color. a nice write-up up on it. the internet. And we were talking about, um, uh, talking about, uh, so it says, so what do you do with this great plant? Here are a few common uses. Flourish, remove the leaves, let the fruit dry, and use the stem with fruit attached in floral decorations, like she like had. Yeah. Uh, Asian cultures eat the fruit in uh, Asian stir fries, huh. so that I guess the fruit's edible. Uh, home garden to show it off as a unique conversation piece; people are captivated. So, uh, where they recommend that you grow this uh, in the flower garden near your patio or deck in a high high traffic area. It's a it's a the plant, I don't know how big the plant gets, but it looks like a regular size eggplant. And uh, the stems that uh, Lisa had cut off uh, indicate that it, it's a pretty, a pretty good size sturdy. plant. Yeah, a sturdy plant. So uh, that's what that's what it. We uh, saw uh, Dennis sent us that information from uh, Corpus.
5: You know, the eggplants are not performing as well this year as they did last. Last year was spectacular the very large the black beauties and I'm getting lots of little fruit but uh, it's unlike the you know the peppers are are really growing strong I mean, the banana peppers are you know you know yeah. have talk about having to use a wheelbarrow to, to pick them I think people are we, even having good luck with the green peppers
3: I've noticed uh, because I'm, I'm growing or uh, watching some of these uh, very hot peppers grow and uh, Jack Hoover got several species of peppers uh, that he was going to grow for the festival for the uh, herb festival, because pepper is the herb of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, they had a—I think they had a pretty successful pe- uh, herb festival yesterday. Somebody wants to call in and talk about it, but uh, there were a lot of people, a lot of dogs down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm I'm amazed after seeing my dogs how well behaved all all sizes of dogs are down there. They must must have different trainers than my dogs do. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm noticing that uh, that ma- that many species of peppers uh, are sparse producers at this time of the year. You know, we think of. Uh, chili patine, or uh, the the bird peppers, uh, loading down with peppers for the fall at this time of the year. Uh, they have they have more in the fall than they do in the spring. What's that? The uh, the, the uh, chili patines oh, yeah, okay. uh, or pequines yeah. or however you want to say it. And uh, I've got some uh, the ghost peppers growing side by side with uh, jalapenos and serranos. And um, what else have we got down there? Jalapenos, serranos, and uh, patines, like I was talking about earlier. And uh, the the other, the ghost pepper, got one or two peppers on them. And we're talking about bushes that have been in for a couple of months. And the, the other peppers are loaded down with peppers at this time of the year. So uh, those hot, extremely hot peppers... I think they're closer to a specie pepper, and this is a trouble we had with uh, Jack Hoover wanted to get some uh, get some plants of uh, all different kinds of uh, uh, different species and, uh, of, of peppers and, and grow them out so he could display them at the herb market. And uh, what we had was uh, there was a couple that set on a lot of peppers. But uh, the vast majority, especially the very hot peppers, are sparse producers at this time of the year. So we'll see if they produce a little bit later. But uh, it's getting time for them to have fruit set if they're going to ripen them out by uh, first frost.
2: All right, 308-8867 is our number. We mentioned that next Saturday from 930 to one30 we've got a blood drive. We've got Mary Ulig on the line. She is the Director of Communications for the South Texas Blood uh, and Tissue Center, and uh, we're going to talk to her a little bit about the drive and, uh, and maybe even answer some more questions, because uh, 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 Mary, you answered some questions for us yesterday, and you uh, you got, uh, got some folks thinking. Uh, that thought that they couldn't give blood, and uh, now they're thinking they can, which is great. How are you doing, Mary? I'm doing great. How are you? Fine. Thank you. Well, do us a favor. Tell us what's going on uh, next Saturday here at the nursery.
12: Sure. Sure. Milberger, uh is such a great partner to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and all the patients we try to serve by uh, providing blood for patients in need in our hospitals in San Antonio and South Texas. So they are not only hosting us for blood drive with our uh, blood mobile there next Saturday from 9.30 to 1.30, but they are also giving gift certificates to everyone who comes by to donate, uh, $10 gift certificates to meal burgers, um, along with uh, the other things we uh, provide for donors, the T-shirt, the cookies. I know we talked about cookies yesterday. Those are we did. They're are always on snacks. Calvin's mind. <laughs> and so that is, that's is—that's what's going on. We're inviting everyone to come out next Saturday and and give blood to help the community and then uh, have a $10 gift card and shop at Millburgers. No Burgers.
2: You mentioned uh, yesterday all the uses uh, for the blood. Uh, talk a little bit about that because I don't think people know that uh, we are in short supply. They're always just... Uh, go ahead, I'm
11: sorry.
12: That's right. That's right. There are hundreds of patients every day in our hospitals here in San Antonio and South Texas who need blood. You know, we always think of blood transfusion for um, accident victims, for people having surgery, and, and that's certainly true. They need they blood quite often to replace what they had lost, or maybe platelets, which is one component of blood to help um, control bleeding but there are so many other uses for blood that most people don't think about. One of the largest is cancer patients who are going through chemotherapy or uh, other treatments, you know, blood cancers like leukemia, but other types of cancers as well where patients have chemotherapy which wipe out um, some cancer cells but also some of the good cells in their blood. So they need blood transfusions to give them... Uh, Energy help them feel better, and to rebuild their immune system after they've gone through chemotherapy. And so there are cancer patients who need quite a bit of blood uh, quite often on a a regular basis. We we try to work with the community to make sure that that blood is always available and needed.
5: Mary, I think yesterday I heard the tail end of a conversation. You talked about that. Uh, some of us older folks that take some medications, that doesn't automatically mean we can't give blood, does it?
12: No, no, that you're correct, it does not. Um, I know uh, quite often people who have high blood pressure or maybe diabetes or high cholesterol may think that they can't give blood either because of their condition or because of the medication they're on, but actually as long as, as those conditions are controlled... Uh, under control with the medication, uh, it is just fine. And we encourage people, if they ever have questions about whether they're eligible to donate, to either come by uh, a drive and we'll go through a list of questions with them to determine that, or they can give us a call in advance at um, 210-731-5590. That's 210-731-5590 or they can go online to SouthTexasBlood.org and find some more information there about that.
3: Should you bring bring a list of your medications?
12: Yes, that is an excellent idea. We do encourage people to bring a list of of medications along, and our technicians will go through that with you and can answer any questions.
2: Now, Jerry's list is pretty long. Isn't You're on volume
3: two? Yeah, do y'all have computers that you can uh, print these, uh, that you can read these? They're, they're thinking of making a movie. Uh.
2: It's that long.
12: They've got the list of everything, and, and there actually okay. aren't that many medications that really would keep you from donating, so
3: oh, um, just okay. to see specialized right? one. there's not that many medications that will
12: oh, keep you from right. donating.
3: Remember the big physician's desk reference? Uh, Jerry there's just one underline Jerry I'm yeah, yeah. taking this um, we are underline we make a circle around the book yeah right? that's right
2: um, Mary what are some other uh, things that folks uh, uh, think you mentioned this yesterday uh, time people think it will take a long time it doesn't and they think yeah. it's going to be very painful and it's not
12: well, and our technicians of course our medical techs do this all the time so they Um, Do a great job of helping people and and making sure that you're comfortable throughout the donation. And we uh, suggest that people plan to take maybe 45 minutes to an hour uh, because when you come in, we'll go through a few questions, including medical history, take your blood pressure, uh, get you ready to to donate, and you go through the procedure. And then afterwards, you want to leave time to have a little snack. Uh, maybe a little juice to drink. Uh, just and to make sure homemade, cookies, all fed. Right? <laughs> homemade cookies, right? Homemade
2: cookies,
12: right, Mary? I think I'll have to bring some homemade cookies by next Saturday. Generally, the oh, yeah. kind of frowning on that.
2: But. You will win Calvin's heart. Uh, he will sing you your praise yeah, the entire show. I'm going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> People will call the life. show with questions. Yeah. Uh, about their plants, and Calvin will go. That's a great question, but here's a great answer: homemade cookies. We've got them now. <laughs> right. Yeah, so Calvin will uh, will sing your praises. The uh, let's see, what else uh, do I? Oh, uh, Jerry had a question earlier. Did you want to ask him? Oh question?
3: yeah, I want I want to know how long does a you give a pint of blood or however much you give? How long will that last? In other words, how long is that good? Or do y'all break right. it up into component parts, or how's that yes. work?
12: Yes, we do. We do break it into components, usually. Um, you know, uh, in a, a whole blood donation can be broken into red blood cells, um, into platelets, which, as I mentioned, mentioned earlier, um, help control bleeding, uh, help with clotting, uh, quite, used also quite a bit for cancer patients. And then uh, plasma is another component of blood that can be broken out. And they they have different kind of shelf lives, I guess you'd say. Um, red blood cells can last uh, in the vicinity of about forty days, uh, so oh, that's good. great. They can be can be used, you know, be available when hospitals need them. Now, the platelet components um, are good for about five days, but we do need regular platelet donors, and wow. and we have a number of people who come in frequently to our donor rooms who are frequent platelet donors.
2: Huh? Is there any particular type that, that is in more need than others? Or I know sometimes people will get postcards or I thought that used to say, hey, we need your blood right. type now.
12: Right, right. And, well, you know, um, the O blood type is what we refer to as a, a universal blood type. So that is, is always useful. But we need all blood donors to come in. All types of blood are needed, and more and more we're we're needing and looking for some new donors to come in. Uh, National statistics show that although almost 40% of people would be eligible to donate at any one time, less than 4% of people actually do come in to donate. So that's... Mm. um, quite a bit that's on a very small percentage of the population that we've counted on to come in and provide blood for our community. So we're asking everybody to consider if they could take the time to come out and donate it. So it doesn't take that long, and it's a great way to help your community. Well, good. We've
2: made it awfully convenient. It's next Saturday here at
12: Millburgers, starting at
2: 9.30 and wrapping up around 1.30. If you're in line at 1.30, they will wait for you. They'll make sure that everybody's in line that gets to donate. And as Mary said, Mill Burgers has a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process, uh, even if for some reason you're rejected. And the South Texas, Texas Blood and Diction Center has nice thank you gifts as well, and maybe even homemade cookies. We don't know. This is a rumor <laughs> that's going around, but we'll find out next Saturday. Anything else we need to know, Mary?
12: No, I think that's good. Just If anyone has questions, they can go to southtexasblood.org or give us a call at 210 731
2: all right, we've got that number back. I've sent it back to uh, Al at the station, so uh, he's That's got that great. as well. So, all right, thanks, Mary. You take care. Thank you. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye, Bye. Mary. Mary uh, Ulig, she is the Director of Communications for the South Texas. Blood and Tissue Center. We'll take a break and come back in just a moment. Our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867. More in a moment with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Wick. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 in Boulder, Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. I want to talk to you about another great reason to head on over to Millburgers this weekend. It's a great time to plant, right? That's what fall is for. It's for planting, and Millburgers has great plants on sale to help you with that. Right now, you'll find the best selection of foundation and landscape plants on sale for just 11.88 in a three-gallon container. That's a savings of 40% on dwarf yaupon holly, dwarf burford holly, Japanese boxwood, red tip and... More, Milbergers also has your perennials on sale in the one gallon container now just three eighty eight on Fannock Fox or Turk's Cap fallast or Dwarf Mexican Petunia all three eighty eight in the one gallon container, and it's a great time to bring the kids for pictures in the pumpkin patch or in the boutique or ride the terror train or just wander around the maze and jump on the moon bounce. It's a great weekend for everybody in the family at Milbergers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Boulevardy Road on the web at MilbergerNursery dot com.
1: loan you have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe reduce a large portion of your debt now call national debt relief at 800-518-4020 800-518-4020 800-518-4020 At the American Center for Law and Justice, we focus on the critical issues that matter most to you and your family. There's no better
8: place to get the facts, the truth, about the most important issues of the day than at the ACLJ website. You can listen to our daily radio broadcast, watch our
1: television show, get the latest news and insight on vital issues, even support the work of the ACLJ. Join us online at ACLJ.org
7: gary and dave at climate magic get it when they started climate magic in 1985 it was a partnership they knew would succeed with san antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters climate magic will always super serve you they know if they take care of you you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals That's what's kept him in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of A.C. companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and David, Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's a number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 1531C.
10: the killer tomatoes attack of the killer tomatoes they'll beat you bash you squish you mash you chew you up for brunch and finish you off for
2: dinner or lunch and welcome They're back to, to burgers gardening south texas uh where we don't sell killer tomatoes uh lavaca tycoon We don't have any brand called Killer Tomatoes. No, we don't do Killer. Al back at the station fighting the music to bring us back to the show. (laughs) That's a good, that's quite appropriate for...
5: Garden Mums. Yeah? If you uh, need something to really brighten up uh, your property for a party or around the patio uh, without a lot of work, you should see them in these kind of uh, containers. You can just uh, put them close together. Uh, all the kind of colors. I'm looking at a, a really a, kind of a pink violet over there. That's spectacular. And then of course the, the Halloween uh, bronze, and then yellow. Oh yeah. And then that dark, that dark red. And then they're they're at any stage of bloom that you want. So if you're you know your party's not for a couple of weeks, you can get them with the buds closed. Or if you need an instant color. Uh, later in the this week you can, you can get those and uh, make make quite a show with minimum amount of effort some people will put a little uh, they, they're, they're in a black container a lot of them are now some people will put a little aluminum foil around them uh, colored colored any color you want and the color to kind of match the flower bloom but they're they and, and they're perennial if you want to grow them they'll uh, bloom every year in the in the wintertime, and here they do a
2: pretty fair job of blooming in the spring, too. Uh, Trace also mentioned yesterday we have some geraniums that have come in, and um, so if you're looking for geraniums, cyclamen are in.
5: Yeah, lots of cyclamen. They're beautiful. Yeah.
2: And, and they're the really cyclamen. Uh, Trace was showing me how to uh, properly dispose of a, uh, a bloom that has been exhausted. I didn't know this.
5: You That's reach the problem with doubles. Oh. Uh, the other, the other, to other plant that uh, where the doubles are are spectacular, but they they uh, then decline and they don't fall off like the uh, it's bougainvillea. You know, you have got the kind of the dead brown flower on. Yeah,
3: it. with doubles, yeah. Yeah,
5: and with the singles, you just you never see the 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 kind of the 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 colored petals fall off before it gets brown
3: right brags
5: so, yeah and so
2: where the uh, the bloom hits the soil you want to twist it push it and then pull it that's what he showed me because you can't just pinch it he said that's what I was doing no. I didn't know all that. Oh, so so that'll really, be something
5: very uh, interesting. that's very
2: yeah. That'll be valuable to your long-term uh, gardening. Yes. Well, he said what happens is that the, the is that I mean, does that come
5: yeah. that knowledge come after
3: watering knowledge or?
2: Uh, yes. Well, no, I get a lot of dead <laughs> blooms so without the watering. So yeah, I need to know how to get rid of.
3: It. Kevin, do you still have that uh, um, that information about the uh, GVST meeting tomorrow? I do, the Essentials class. Essentials class, we need to mention
5: that. Yeah, or, or Ann would never forgive us.
3: Um, you got two good speakers.
5: Yeah, the two speakers. Mary Irish is going to talk about growing cactus and succulents in containers. And then uh, Mark Rose, who is the uh, uh, Texas A&M Forest Service, urban forester for the area, he's going to talk about Texas tree identification. And, of course... Uh, The event will be at the uh, Garden Center, and uh, from noon to 3, the two, Mary will be first, and then uh, Mark will be second. Uh, Tom Harris and Ron Sahill are also going to talk about uh, garden chores in October and November, and their snacks, plenty of snacks there. Uh, You uh, are encouraged to donate $5 to help cover some of the costs. But uh, you don't need to, and we uh, want everybody to show up and, and consider uh, working with the gardening volunteers of South Texas it's a great opportunity to learn a lot about horticulture. Uh, we have fun with other gardeners and uh, learn uh, learn a lot.
3: Yeah, and David Rodriguez wanted me to talk about insecta festa. Uh, you need to go to this, map All right, well, hang on to it. This ins- is right down your I'm line. I'm going
2: to remind you of Insectifesta, but we got Art on the line. Okay. So we'll get to Art and then Insectifesta. Uh, let's see. Art's on the line at 308-88-67, 308-88-67. Hi there, Art. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today?
11: Doing good. Thank you for being there. Uh, I've asked other shows, but I never got the answer I've mixed up several sources of potting soil. I want to have it handy uh, in a big container so that, uh, you know, when I pot up things, it's available. At any rate, I mix some from different parts of the country and put some amendments in it, et cetera, et cetera, mixed it up in a cement mixer. And that was late last night. And then the square I got up, and it was warm. And temperatures temperature is 113 degrees. Question, do I need to let it cook off? Or if I use it now, will it kill any plants?
3: What is the issue, hot, hot soil? Hot potting mix. Uh. Yeah,
11: it got, it got hot on me
3: yeah i I would let it uh, age a little bit okay. uh, I, I, I if you mix it you know if you mix it okay or a smaller smaller container it probably won't kill the plants but uh uh if you go use it in large quantities I'd go ahead and uh I'd go ahead and let it uh, age a little more. And
5: are, we, are When you're saying age, are you some kind of change in chemistry, or are you talking just cooling? Cooling, cooling. Well, that shouldn't take okay. too long. Should
3: it? No. Okay. Well, and, and already, you, might, yeah. you might have you might have to turn it uh-huh. like a, like you would a compost pile a couple right. of times. Right. Just pile it all out there together and let it let it lay there in a pile.
11: Okay, well, yeah, I, I've got some Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and so on, some six-packs. Um, heck, I thought it'd act like a, you know, a, a heating mat, but okay, I'll wait.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think it'll hurt them. So what did, okay. what did, these, what did these other places tell you?
11: Well, they, basically the same thing. Uh, nobody ever told me, hey, for sure... 113 degree will is not smart to do, which I assume it ain't, uh, but uh, basically, yeah, I tried to make a, a good mix, uh, I got a big container I bought yesterday, and I got some stuff from Georgia, from Texas, from Oregon, and I put some amendments in it, put in the wheelbarrow, and good lord, this morning, it was
3: warm, so... So what amendments did you put in it?
11: Well, okay, I put a couple scoops of green sand. I put a scoop of lava sand. I put some growing green. I put one scoop of cornmeal, and uh, yeah, none
3: Lord, of, I don't none know of, what else? None of that will make it hot. It, yeah. It's just not. It's just not a completely cured uh, uh, or. Okay. Organ is not, a, it's still working, in other words, it's still uh, right decomposing. Well,
11: okay, plus I want you to know, Jerry, those lavender plants you sold me a couple years ago. Oh, a uh, guy most, from from Porousville, yeah, yeah, uh, right, yeah, yeah. Most of those are kind of gone now, but she had me redo her lavender, and so I took a box blade, made it bigger, and you can implement and raised beds and put a drip system in and uh, in a, you know you got three rows of forty foot each so we're going to get hundred and twenty foot of worth however I don't know five foot apart for lavender and she's got two bushels of it now so I don't know why I'm still making for more but
3: yeah did did our, all this, did all the that was Goodwin's Creek the one that we were talking about yes it Yes, it was. yes. Uh, Did did all of them die? No, there's a couple
11: of them left. Uh, she thinks the ants got into them, or you know. Oh, I
3: think uh, th- I, th- I think they just died. My mine died at the greenhouse, yeah. and I, I had a, had one or two put out in the in the growing area there, and the well prepared soil and potting mix and everything else, and. They just faded out. They just died out. Pretty, pretty even the, much. Even that, the Goodwins Creek.
11: Yeah, uh, yeah. they lasted far better than anything else. Uh,
3: yeah, that's, that's we, uh, the experience I've she, had.
11: Yeah, we were at Millburgers uh, two weeks ago, and she bought the few that they had, and we can't even find any more.
3: So no. I don't know. I'm out, of, I'm out of the lavender business. I, I learned. I've learned my lesson on that.
5: And it's <laughs> so sad. Once. Yeah. Once the person passes from a la- lavender
2: expert, <laughs> he was so. Remember how enthusiastic he was when he started?
3: Yeah. He had hopes and dreams. In fact, they wanted me to write a, uh, write a uh, uh, fact sheet about growing lavender in Texas. And, uh, and uh, everybody were giving me big lavender books, which I have since given to Greg Grant. Oh, you know. good.
2: Give him something to do.
3: And uh, and uh, we find this uh, uh, Goodwin's Creek, and uh, it, it's just it's just it's just a, it's just a weak perennial. This is where way, the way I label it. Well, I,
5: for this, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's, right. Right. it's one of those plants that doesn't do well in this kind of soil. Yeah. Right? So uh, yeah. yeah.
11: Oh no, well no, I no. the, uh, okay. just to know just to know also uh, I only got two plants at tomato plants, one the labaca and one of the BHN forty four forty four. And the labaca has grown like crazy and a lot of tomatoes on it. I'm now starting to get some ripe ones. Uh yeah. the four the four 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 feeling that well it hardly grew at all and there's only two tomatoes on it so
3: hmm. that's um uh, must have come down with a virus or something for not to not get, they should too. be growing at the same rate yeah
11: yeah I trimmed the uh, 444 it had something on on the leaves and it never did uh, it, it had
5: but you didn't mine. let you didn't let that lavender talk to it or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
11: that, uh, that's true. They're they're about forty foot apart. I'll bet you that's
2: what's going on. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: thanks, Ardell. all right. Thanks for calling Thank you in. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. All right. That'll free up a line to three zero eight, eighty eight sixty seven, three zero eight, eighty eight sixty seven. All right. What you got there,
3: David? Insecta you? festa, fiesta. Okay. Enjoy a night of uh, bug bites, entomathies, in, <laughs> in, into, into, in other words, eating bugs, yeah. uh, prepared by the Texas AgriLife Extension Expanded Food and Nutrition Program and Bear County 4-H Food Challenge Group. Learn how insects are a sustainable form of agriculture. Until you start growing them, I guarantee you. If you, you know, if this caught on and and you were trying to grow, uh, let's say crickets, you mm-hmm. know, uh, or trying to grow crickets, they they'd come down with some fungus disease or mites or something and wipe them out. Jerry, since we've left, I mean, doing the beer uh, making, know, beer and wine,
5: bugs. and now bugs. <laughs>
3: It's a a surprisingly enjoyable culinary experience. Mm -hmm. It's hosted at the uh, Blue Star Brewing Company. This is a three-course, five-star, fiesta-inspired meal. It will be paired with the appropriate cocktail or locally-brewed beer. And many ingredients, uh, local, in many ingredients grown locally through AgriLife Extension. Now this is, this is going to be on um, no, Thursday, November the third, uh, and it, it'll cost fifty dollars for an individual and seventy-five dollars per couple. Mm-hmm. They have to buy the bugs, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the time will be six thirty to eight p.m.
5: I've got I've some stink got, bugs in Cabbage they,
3: there. They, they may be over at your house, Kevin. Uh, cocktails and Salsa Bar will be from 6.30 to 7. The event location is the Blue Star Brewing Company, which is at uh, 1414 South Alamo, number 105. And if you re- want to register... Uh, you can register at uh, agriliferegister.tamu.edu slash Bexar County. Did you give us the menu
2: or just the price? I don't remember the menu. This,
3: this is all I have. All right.
5: Uh, M- Milton's going to check it out. If it's the bugs he likes, he, that might be yeah, worth Yeah, I, I think a,
3: we need to send Milton as our representative. As representative. Uh-huh. Um, you, you and your wife would love to go to that, Mister. Depends on the bugs you, they're serving. On you, you need to, yeah. you need to take her out more, Milton.
2: <laughs> take her out for insects. And
3: and, and this would be a surprise thing. Yeah. You know, don't yeah. don't tell her where you're going. Just say it. it's like something you've never had before. Yeah.
5: I, mean, is, I can is, see it. I mean, it would be pretty solid grounds for yeah, the too. This is the
3: bugs.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're uh, going to take a break and. Uh, Take uh, your advice. I'm Did looking. It, I'm looking.
3: I'm looking for the hey, uh, Glick, uh, for uh, Glick,
2: extension of That's okay. You can go ahead, Al. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. The end.
8: What will the final presidential debate look
7: like? Obamacare is a disaster. We have to repeal it and replace it.
8: And can the election still be swayed by it?
6: I respect the Second Amendment, but I believe there should be comprehensive background checks.
8: Find out with us Wednesday night. Listen for complete debate coverage beginning at 5 p.m. with Larry Elder and watch it with us at the Lion and Rose British Restaurant and Pub in the room at 8. Breaking news and in-depth election coverage sponsored by the Lion and Rose on 930 a.m. The answer.
2: Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. I want to talk to you about another great reason to head on over to Millburgers this weekend. It's a great time to plant, right? That's what fall is for. It's for planting, and Millburgers has great plants on sale to help you with that. Right now, you'll find the best selection of foundation and landscape plants on sale for just eleven eighty eight in a three-gallon container. That's a savings of 40% on dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, Japanese boxwood, red tip petunia, and more. Millburgers also has your perennials on sale in the one gallon container now just three eighty eight on fanic fox or turk's cap fallaster or dwarf Mexican petunia all three eighty eight in the one gallon container. And it's a great time to bring the kids for pictures in the pumpkin patch or in the boutique or ride the terror train or just wander around the maze and jump on the moon bounce. It's a great weekend for everybody in the family at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Boulevard. Wrote on the web at milburgernursery.com.
9: Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Bias from the Bias Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I'm ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and
8: yours. The Bias Law Firm. Auto Accident Attorneys. 210-979-9777. The Bias Law Firm. How do you choose a realtor? For most people, realtors are frequently selected based on what a buyer or seller believes an agent can do for them. In reality, your realtor is first and foremost an advisor who must be trustworthy because following your agent's guidance is the most important element in a successful real estate transaction. Experience matters. Real estate broker, realtor, and talk show host John Thurman brings trustworthiness and over 15 years' experience to your individual transaction. Look him up at heartoftexasrealty.com. That's John Thurman, heart of TexasRealty.com.
6: Hello, this is Esther Nell, owner of Spodisante. Sante. Did you know that according to WebMD, 75 to 90% of all doctors' visits are due to stress? And Spada Sante is here to help you get on the pathway to good health. I've always wanted Spada Sante to be a sanctuary for health, wellness, and blessing. In fact, Spada Sante means the spa for good health. Our professionals really do care about you. We're going to help you relax, and we have treatments that help soothe everything from headaches, backaches... Fibromyalgia and many other ailments. Spada Sante truly is a place where stress and anxiety are relieved. Visit spadasante.com and personalize, purchase, and print your custom gift certificates 24 7 for your convenience. We have four locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information or if you'd like to speak to one of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210 Come to Spada Sante where you can start your healing and and enjoy your life.
8: Debate number two. got personal. Real personal. She has tremendous hate in her heart.
6: We've seen him embarrass women on TV and on Twitter.
8: So will the third and final debate be more of the same? Will Hillary continue the assault on Trump's personal life? And will Trump point his sights again on Hillary's mounting email scandal? Trump. Clinton. For all the marbles. Join us for the final debate. Wednesday night. Coverage begins at 8 on 930 a.m the answer.
2: And welcome back to No Murderers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867 toll Eight six six. Now that he's on. Now that he's connected.
3: What was that? Oh. <laughs> I was, t- I was telling Charles in his honor I didn't ask the blood blood bank lady. Oh,
2: okay, yes. That's okay. Calvin don't don't Hammond. don't
3: don't bring it up what you didn't ask. Oh okay. You did
2: good. That defeats the whole purpose <laughs> if you bring it up now.
3: All right. Well no, I'm not talking to the lady, it's the blood bank. All
2: right. Uh I've got if anybody wants the uh the menu for the Insecta Fiesta, I've got it up on my computer now. So
5: So is us? Does that make you sound uncomfortable when
2: we're talking about the blood drive and the, the, <laughs> the, bug, the bug
5: dinner? No, is the same. it sounds
2: delicious. <laughs> Toasted mealworm salsa with a waxworm guacamole Ooh. and fire ant queso. The irony but of fire I, it's ant queso—it's hot. The fire ant queso is yeah, hot. It's yeah, hot. What mm-hmm. threw
5: me a little bit was the uh, the um, not the mealworm—the uh, maggot rice no the they're pie.
2: not having that this
5: year oh they're not having that no
2: apparently day. not cricket flour poblado cream corn veggie enchiladas are followed up with uh, the um rice that moves A delicious I just, I just don't like it flan dipped local honey garnish with cricket granola
3: well, they're heavy on those crickets aren't
2: they? they're a little heavy on the crickets yeah uh- <laughs> So it's told I'm allergic to crickets. <laughs> yeah, you, you know. can't go. You is it? Is the honey <laughs> <Yeah. a> aphid? <laughs> no.
3: How would I know if I'm allergic to crickets?
2: Is, is that uh, honey? <laughs> the
3: aphid honeydew, or is it?
2: No, just regular honey. Yeah. No, I think it's just regular honey. It's yeah. regular honey. Local honey. Okay, that's an, an insect product. <laughs> yeah. And it's mm. basically and it's just it. sugar. Yeah. Oh, now you're gonna ruin the fair, buddy. <laughs> there are people that are going now who are on the Atkins diet that are like I could have the crickets it's uh, just the, uh, no, I, the
5: I think I can <laughs> I think I can handle grasshoppers better than crickets why? I don't know because I cricket uh, grasshoppers are outside crickets are in corners and nooks and
2: oh and
5: but I I'm, I, I'm, all through the years people have been eating uh, salted Grass- grasshoppers <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so I I think I've even eaten them a few times. I, you know, think crick- yeah, I was going to say, in all
2: your world travels, have you
3: not had crickets before? I think crickets are juicier, too. Are they really? Yeah. No, that's neat. you got to cook them longer. Okay. You don't want a rare cricket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, if it's still moving.
5: Yeah, if it's
3: still moving okay. or whatever. Or chirping. You don't, want a, you don't want a juicy cricket.
5: After you get used to crickets, then you can graduate to cockroaches, I
2: guess.
3: Yeah, quit <laughs> it. Let's see, why
2: They're meaty. They're meaty. <sighs> uh, Calvin. <laughs> crickets are a delicacy. I don't know about cockroaches. You really yeah. are not, you know. Well, I thought we were talking about uh, food
5: replacing, uh, you know, keeping people from starving to death. And oh. So we're, you know. This, this. So I shouldn't be choosy. Little uh, right. garnishments are, uh, gra- you know, if it's going to be serious, it's got to graduate to something that's. Uh, oh, okay. I got lots, you. That's a lot of protein. And, but, and, they just,
2: and they just collect these crickets in parking lots. All around town, I think. Yeah, are these these locally raised locally grown. Are these raised in farms? Are these I, farm I, I, fresh? i, I like, guess they would be
3: crickets. Okay, that's nice. So they they control the diet. So they have like and like, to make sure they're organically grown.
2: Are they like herds of them, and they have to rope
3: them in? And have you ever seen crickets at a fish? You know, at a uh, bait where, where you, shop? A bait shop? No. What? They're, they're they're they have uh, lots of crickets at bait shops. Okay. What do they feed them? Just a, a, uh, a I think it's a meal, grainy, cornmeal. Yeah, a cornmeal.
5: Grainy, a grainy kind of thing.
3: I think. Um Those of you who might know how, what you feed crickets, uh, Gra- but I Call us next week. Grass, yeah, yeah, grain, f- grain-fed,
2: uh, <laughs> farm-raised, grain, yeah. organic-raised. <laughs> yeah, uh, crickets, yeah. You don't want the other crickets. This yeah, is you're yeah. paying fifty to seventy-five dollars. For a couple. You want the grain, Fred. Organically grown That's crickets, true. yeah. Not just something found at the Walmart parking lot.
3: <laughs> okay, changing the subject. Are you sure? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, it's time to plant trees and shrubs. And in Calvin's uh, article yesterday, yesterday's uh, My Essay on Section C, behind the sports section, he, he got a, a real good article on uh, the be- recommended uh, trees for this area. He said the recommended shade tree varieties include Texas red oak, Schumard red oak, Mexican white oak, or what's that one called? Mexican white oak, oak. Uh It's sometimes known as oak. Uh Mexican sick Let's see. Okay, Mexican white oak, cedar elm, Mexican sycamore, uh, Chinese pistache, bur oak, chinkapin oak. Cedar M and Oak. You got Cedar M in there twice. I'm watching you like a hawk. Uh, and Lava. Hmm. Did uh,
5: got, I got a question from somebody on the Mexican Sycamore? We they, they talked about whether they could grow Mexican Sycamore in Fort Worth, and my thinking is probably. At some point, there it's better to do the American American sycamore. There's some border where there where you have less disease pressure, and and I think I don't know if the I also imagine that the Mexican sycamore is a little more cold cold sensitive.
3: Yeah, one would think that, but yeah. that's a good question.
5: I don't. Yeah, and I don't. And certainly don't know where the border is of the where one one is. Uh, you know whether you would. Recommended in Fort Worth to, to use the Mexican sycamore instead of the American.
3: I don't know that either. I, di- I doubt if anybody does, uh, unless it be some somebody that's tried them up there. All
2: right, well, that's indicates, uh, that indicates that we have run out of time, but we're going to be back here next Saturday and Sunday at Millburgers at 1604 and Road. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Getting all your calls on the air, and thanks to you for listening. By the way, my wife Laura was listening. She said she's not going to go. Really? What? She said I can't trick her. So all right, right free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep discussing it. All right. We'll see you next uh, Saturday and Sunday back here at Mill Burgers at 1604. At Organic, Baltimore. grain-fed breakfast. All right. See you then. Uh, Milton Glick. This is 9:30 a.m. The Answer.